0: Welcome to The Serendipity Stories. I'm your host, Isol Kim, here to share the beauty of life's most unexpected moments. Thank you so much, Chrissy Loverett, for joining us today on this bonus episode of The Serendipity Stories.
1: Thank you for having us me i should say thank you for having
0: me (laughs) well thank you for the opportunity for us to even share these stories about serendipity what i thought was really funny is i don't know if you remember how we met could you recount the story of us meeting together because i feel like that's a serendipity in and of itself
1: well we were both in lisbon at something called the house of beautiful business And I think, were you in a queue or we were having, you were in front of us or behind us in a queue for some food? Exactly. Um, And I talk to anyone. I'm like a mad old woman who just, (laughs) like my mother, I just chat to everyone. And um, I just started annoying you, I think. And then um, we had a lovely conversation. And and here we are uh, nearly a year later, continuing a, a lovely connection and a lovely conversation.
0: So it's very similar to how I remember it, but you were not annoying me. So, yes. Oh, (laughs) I need to try harder. (laughs) No way. I was also super eager because I had just moved to Treviso, which was in the middle of nowhere in Italy. And it was like so, I mean, at the House of Beautiful uh, Business Conference, how many people were there? At least like a couple thousand, it felt like. I just like hadn't seen that many people in a long time after being in such a small town in Italy. And I was so eager to meet people. But, you know, it's pretty overwhelming with everyone just milling around. And uh, and then, yeah, I think we were waiting for lunch to be served and then kind of found out. What you did, you're like, as quick as you can, you know, tell one's life story to one another. And we just decided to stay in touch. And I'm so grateful for it. Because, I mean, you're, you're the ultimate creative. So could you tell us a little bit about what you do and your organization?
1: Okay, the ultimate creative. Did I send you a check so that you could uh, <laughs> say that on my behalf? I don't have ever
0: been you called, did, but I am not going to cash it in.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, all right. A virtual check from the universe. Okay, so uh, yeah, I am. Um, I am the founder of an organisation called Creative Conscience, and I have been uh, lucky enough and privileged enough to win sort of some um, awards t- for being a creative director. And a TEDx speaker and like yourself, and we run this global platform that we set up in 2012. And the idea behind it was to encourage, inspire, reward, and train creative thinkers to use their talent for social and environmental impact. And so that's what we do. And to date, we we, we have a kind of global, annual competition that's open to anyone over 18 who's been in education in the last few years and they can send us projects on anything they like as long as it sits in line with our aims and over the course of this we've had over 4,000 projects sent to us by people from over 75 nationalities and at the core of every single project has been this idea of using creativity to create a fairer, healthier and more sustainable world. So that's what we do, and then we do events and training and lectures and broadcasts, and we take some of those projects and we build them into real-life projects through our community and our network to create tangible change in the world. So that's us. And we're a community built organization, and we're a virtual organization as well.
0: So you're my role model and hero. Yeah, <laughs> and but you're day, mine. <laughs> one day I want to be just half as as accomplished as you are, Chrissy. And one it's of the all things by that accident. What I'm most impressed about is you literally have the title of being a creative, right? Like you've chosen this field and you got to exercise it every day. And I found through producing this podcast that creativity and serendipity tend to go hand in hand because creative people are more open. The more open you are, the more serendipity comes into your life. At least that's my theory. So tell me about your favorite moment of serendipity. I'm sure you've had a million.
1: I do have a lot. But can I just say something to contradict you, darling girl? Sure. And that is, we are all creative. Every yeah. single one of us. It's part of being human. And creating a podcast and doing a series and standing up to doing a TEDx talk and all these things, they're all creative. It's just society tries to push us into other ways of being. So, don't, I don't ever want to hear you say that you're not creative, or because uh, you are. We all are. So, serendipity story. Okay, well, I'm going to just tell you one that happened just last week. So, when we're not in London, we, we are in Brighton in England, and we have this tiny little house that's by the sea, and it is generally, it's Airbnb'd, and my son runs it. He organizes all the people coming in and out and the cleaning and everything else like that. And last week, I was camping in a field because I like to camp a lot. And I had a message from a really super, super dear and close friend of mine and her husband and her three boys, who, by chance, I didn't know, had Airbnb'd this little house for five days.
0: Mm.
1: which was kind of weird. And then that that stuff happens all the time. So Mm. today we are working on an impact project. It was sent to us by a French guy who lives here. It's all about creating social justice for people who live in housing associations and social housing projects, and we picked up the picked up this call with him a zoom call we had already connected with a big building firm and someone else and someone else and someone else and it turns out that the whole project is a sort of network of people that we've already started to connect with and make work so things like that happen a lot
0: And how do you feel when you realize that an ordinary moment turns out to be like a serendipitous moment?
1: Well, I think I used to just call it a coincidence because I didn't really understand. It's only sort of in the last few years that I've really got into listening to Deepak Chopra and the idea of, what does he call it? He calls it... There's a special name that he uses, Synchro Destiny, that's it, mm. it came to me in a moment, this idea of Synchro Destiny. And, and now, I, when you understand that it's there, then you kind of see it in everything. Like I just said to my partner yesterday, we are in the studio, and I said, have you spoke to Jazzy about dinner? And then he picks up his phone, and that second she just texted him. It just starts to happen more and more the more you notice it and the more you believe in it. And I sort of, I said, oh, I'm a witch. Uh, (laughs) I now feel like I'm a proper witch. It's fun. It's really fun. Whereas my son, my eldest son, he is a physicist. And he just thinks it's all a bunch of woo-woo and it's all just, you know,
0: coincidence.
1: (laughs) I don't, I'm not having it. It's too, it's too much of it around. And the more that it happens, the more I notice it and the more I tune into it and the more exciting and fun it becomes.
0: Well, that's a really good point. In episode five, we had interviewed Michael Dixon, who you met at at the House of Beautiful Business. He was that keynote speaker. We talked about how he was like addicted to serendipity, right? Um, And we're fascinated by this question. So last question to you. Do you think you can engineer uh, to have more serendipity in your life? Ooh, well... Before you, before, when I read that question before I was going to get,
1: I was going to say no, because I think it, but actually it, you've, you've changed my mind because you said it, it's about being open. Mm. And so, yes, I think you can engineer it if you're open-minded and you're willing to recognize it and believe in it and channel it in whatever way that might be. Yeah i think it is i think it's possible and and the more you share the more you're in service the the greater your community it's more likely to happen right so i i think i've changed my mind yes i think you can not engineer it in a kind of sort of manufactured evil cunning plan (laughs) sort of way but in a way in your being in your way of being
0: That was Chrissy Leverett, founder and CEO of Creative Conscience, a global movement that encourages, rewards, and supports creative thinkers to use their talents for social and environmental impact. For more information, go to www.creative-conscience.org.uk. Thanks for listening to our bonus episode. I'm your host, Isol Kim. This recording has been produced and edited by Nora kanitas Boydell. For more information about our Serendipity Stories podcast, please visit our Facebook and Instagram at serendipitystories.podcast.